Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. Tell us, say, neighbor, take a look at me. Ah, let your neighbor say, Look at me. This is a wonder sitting down. Say, This is a wonder sitting down. Mr. Wonder, can you sit down? Miss Wonder, can you sit down? This is a wonder sitting down. Uh, uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something beautiful has happened to you. I say, do you believe that? Say, never something beautiful. Oh, I wish this brother knew this song. I would sing it for you. Something beautiful has happened to you. Something good has happened to me. Happened to me. This very day. Something good has happened to me. Jesus of Nazareth is passing your way here. <laughs> Say, neighbor, I can't wait to testify. While you're saying that, look at those eyes properly. Say, neighbor, I can't wait to testify. Hallelujah. I say, hallelujah. It's going to be glorious. We're going to be here tomorrow, Wednesday and Friday, every evening from 5 to 7. We are fasting for three days. I don't know what God wants to do, but He's going to do something glorious. I encourage all of you, if you can make it in the evening, come. I'm telling you, you're going to see what I have never seen also. I know something beautiful is loading. Say never something beautiful is loading. Uh, not from 5 a.m. Somebody put there 5 a.m. Yeah, so from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. But you can come in the day and pray. You have morning dew. Hallelujah. I can't wait. I can't wait. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Say, neighbor, are you healthy spiritually? Last Sunday, I began to share with us parameters you can use to judge whether you, to know, to help you know that whether you are spiritually sound or do you are diseased and you need help. We know naturally when you are sick, the first thing that happens is you lose appetite for food. Sickness affects what? Appetite. So you know when your appetite for God starts going down, you know there's a disease already in your soul. Ask your neighbor, how hungry are you for God? Some of you, you coming to today's Sunday, man, there's someone. There's fire. Say never there is fire. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. This one is for who? Hallelujah. <laughs> Say, Lord, I receive. Say, Lord, I receive. Father, thank you. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Whoever it is, for oh Lord, I pray. Let them receive it, Baba. Let them receive it, Baba. Let them receive it, Lord. Let them receive it, Lord. In the name of Jesus. So when you start dragging yourself, when they talk about, let's go pray, let's fast, let's go to church, and you find yourself, the joy... The excitement is no longer there. I can guarantee you that your spirit or your soul is under an attack. Your spiritual health is in trouble. 
Number two, we talked about, you remember? What do you remember? When you find yourself comfortable, where there is what? Sin. If you yourself are comfortable in your sin, then you know you have a what? You have an issue. There's a problem. Say, neighbor, why have you laid the bed in that place? Say, neighbor, why have you laid the bed in that place? Why are you comfortable there? (laughs) So when you're comfortable with sin, you can adjust and, uh, you know, compromise and tell him, you know, this, we are in the, this is a new era. Mm-hmm. I've had people saying, even Peter, the book of Peter is a, oh, it is for the low people. There are some people who are even dishing the book of what? The book of Hebrews, some of them are saying, even the gospel is old. All you need is just the Pauline letter. You better be very careful. Because these days, people will go where they want the itching ears to hear. Tell him as a neighbor. The reason why we are in Uganda is because of Adam and Eve. Hallelujah. It hasn't changed. Praise the Lord. We would be somewhere else better than this place. Praise Jesus. So you, if you are spiritually connected and your connection is healthy, you cannot be comfortable with what? With sin. I pray may the Lord awaken your soul. And number three, what did we look at? We stopped at number two. Let me give you number three. Number three. Give me Ephesians chapter five. To know that someone is spiritually sound, there is always a spiritual activity going on in their heart. Spiritual what? Activities. There is always spiritual activities. Give it from verse number 15. Spiritual activities. So then, you may walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Continue. Redeeming the time for what? The days are evil. Let's go. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Next. One, two, three, with a voice of thunder. Don't be drunk. Mm-hmm. But what? Those who did English, you know those things. They are what? What tenses? Remember those things? Present participle, present continuous, all those things. Remember those? We did them in primary. Do you remember that? In your school, they taught Luganda. I understand. <laughs> the infilling of the Holy Spirit is not something that is a one, it's not an okay. The Bible is speaking here that you must be continuously filled with who? With the Holy Spirit. Every morning you wake up, you should lift up your hand and say, Holy Spirit, do what? Fill me up. Fill me up to the earth. I want to run Fill me up. At least I have a singing congregation. Praise the Lord. 
is a big miracle. Hallelujah. Somebody run home. That is a healthy heart. When there is always spiritual activity going on in your heart, what are these spiritual activities? It's a sign of a healthy heart. Healthy relationship with God. Hmm? Some of you, when you wake up in the morning, what you're hearing, you remember that song? <laughs> Hallelujah. That's the song that is beating in your heart. God have mercy. Say never that's a sign of sickness. Say never that's a sign of sickness. <laughs> when you're spiritually healthy, give me the next verse. What does it say? Speaking to no other one word. In Psalms, hymn, spiritual song. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. There is always something in your heart going on to the Lord. You know you're spiritually healthy. You know your relationship is good. There's always a song going out. You wake up with a song. You can be in a taxi. There is a music that is inside your spirit. Or a song or a psalm or a verse. If you don't have that, your spiritual life is not good. And many times, if you don't have, because this is the healthiest state of heart, for receiving guidance and direction. When you have this in your Am I communicating to somebody here? Say neighbor. What song plays in your heart? <laughs> Some of you wake up with that announcer of Bukede. Are you hearing me? You speak in your spirit. A healthy heart. Is always making melody. Give me another one. Collusions. Give me collusions. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and what? Singing what? With grace in your heart to the Lord. When your heart is full or filled with the word, the result is there's a music that goes to the Lord. I hope I'm helping somebody here. Now you know whether you're healthy spiritually or not. Say, neighbor, looks like you have malaria. Spiritual malaria. <laughs> hmm? Let me tell you, if anything goes wrong with your spiritual life, everything around you will start falling apart. That's why you need to pay attention to your word, to your heart. If you value your relationship with God, you'll pay attention to your heart. There are Christians who are unreasonable. They don't care. They're just okay. I hope you're not that category. But I'm talking about believers who mind about their relationship with God. These are the kind of believers they don't need to go for 40 days to hear the voice of God. God will, whenever you need direction, God will speak to you immediately. Because that heart is in constant fellowship with God. There is a music going on. 
There's a song going on. There's a scripture going on. Am I communicating to somebody here? These are habits that do not come just automatically. It comes by conscious practice. And this is where the benefit of long prayers comes. I know there is a place for brief prayers. But to walk into this dimension, you must have some elongated time in the presence of what? The presence of God. You hear me tell you, speak in this. How many people don't speak in tongues? How many people don't speak in tongues? You don't speak in tongues. So can you check out your neighbor if they speak in tongues? Just ask your neighbor, testing, 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 give it to me. Say, never give it to me, give it to me. 30 seconds. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I remember that. When, when, when we were at the university, I'll never forget. It was my second year. I declared operation doing what? Speaking in tongues. Operation. If you're a believer, you came, we made sure you spoke in tongues. Whether you are faking or not, I don't care, but you had to speak in tongues. Everyone spoke in tongues. And that experience changed the lives of many people. I'll never forget, it was young, one young man. He was doing mechanical, agricultural engineering. A short guy. Agricultural engineering. Emmanuel, I still remember his name. Oh, oh. He was a very composed and very smart and just collected like you people. Praise the Lord. Very, very collected. The Holy Ghost came upon him. Ah, then that's when you knew there's another side of people. <laughs> the guy got caught up. We carried him from St. Francis to his hall of residence. He didn't know himself. He, prayed, he spoke in tongues the whole night till morning. He came back to his senses. That was the experience that changed his life forever. So when you hear us pray in tongues, we are evoking a power beyond us. Because there are certain things in us only God can help us change. Say, neighbor, your resolutions, by 3rd of January, you had broken all of them. Are you hearing me? But when you lift your hands and he comes in there, he carries you to places you cannot do in your own strength. So I want to encourage you. Take time. At least begin with one hour. I was sharing on Friday yesterday. Those who are here, you can follow the thing on YouTube. You need... To learn to spend time. Hmm? Pray. Pray. Say never pray in tongues. Okay, for one second, let's all pray in one minute, pray in tongues, everybody. Now, first stop there. Now there is this other tongue also you you like saying Arababa. Now that that's you say never you need to shift gear from Arababa. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you hearing me? Say that that there's a deeper measure. <laughs> There are deeper dimensions in town. You see, it, your hunger and your thirst is what will take you deep there. This language is so rich. Give for me, Jephaniah. Give me Jephaniah. Jephaniah. I will restore unto these people what? A pure language. Let's read together. To them, I will restore to the peoples a pure language. That they may do what? Call on the name of the Lord to serve him with one. What is the pure language? Stands. Luganda is broken. Lugisi is broken. English is nothing. Are you hearing me? The only pure language you have is the, this is the father's tongue. Say, this is the father's tongue. Say, what you're speaking is mother tongue. Say, mother tongue is broken. Say, you need the father tongue. It is called what? 
tongues. The first thing God had to do for them in the upper room was to change and give them the father tongue. This will help you in praying, in seeking God. That they may call on me. One of the signs the Bible talks about is say, in my name they shall do what? Speak. They shall cast out devil and they shall do what? Speak in tongues. The Bible says there are moments when you are weak, you don't know what to say. But who comes? The Holy Spirit. I'm saying this so that if you are relaxed about speaking in tongues, get stirred up. You're missing a lot. You're missing a lot. The scripture says they that speak in tongues, they? they're speaking mysteries. Somebody says secrets. Say secrets. The secret for your business, you're speaking to the Father. The secret for your marriage, speak. They're secret. Every time you're in busy speaking, eh? what do you guys from? Where do you speak, you people from Palisa? What language? Luguiri. See? Praise the Lord. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. So, the Bible says something. Speaking in tongues, praying in tongues helps you reset your heart and causes you. That's why Paul makes a very powerful sentence in Thessalonians. He says what? Pray without ceasing. How does a man pray without ceasing? He was telling there is a spiritual activity that can go on in your heart even if your mind is not there. That's how you pray what? Without ceasing. There is a generator that is always in the inside. It is either a song or a prayer or a word. That is spiritual health. That is a sign that you are spiritually healthy. Ask your neighbor. Do you have that? Hallelujah. Am I helping somebody here? Am I helping somebody here? You see, your fellowship with the Holy Spirit is the key to a victorious lifestyle. That's why I'm insisting on this truth here. There is nothing that God hates like third hand, what we call third party relationship. Why should you look for a prophet to tell you what you need to know when you can talk to God and God will tell you? Let the prophet come and confirm what God has already spoken to you. you be jealous and guard the secret between you and God? Why should the prophets know everything about you? I say, prophet, God, close their eyes. This is between me and you. Don't show them. God loves you. There's something personal between you and God. Say, neighbor, there's something personal. That even that pastor speaking doesn't need to know. Are you hearing me? It is you, but we are raising a generation of believers who are depending on what? MOGs and WOGs, you know them? Men of God. Men of God. But before you met the man of God, you met Jesus. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Why don't you jealously cultivate that personal relationship with Jesus? That when you come to a service like this, what you are hearing is not news. You are just being confirmed what your God really spoke to you. That is how it's supposed to be. That when you come to a service like this, you are only confirming what we really heard. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Amen. Hmm? So we are raising a good bit of people all they come, they want what does the Lord say? Nothing wrong with that. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. How many people dream here? You dream. You dream in the night. Some of you dream during day. How many people dream here? <laughs> You dream. If you dream, 
That's a very good sign. But do you understand your dreams? Do you know your dreams? Say, Holy Spirit, from today, give me the ability to interpret my dreams and stop disturbing pastors. Hallelujah. Somebody say, personal relationship with God. Cultivate that. The Bible says we serve a jealous what? Jealous God. Jealous God. So pay attention to what is coming out of your heart. It is an indication of your spiritual sickness or your spiritual health. Because every conversation that you hold with God takes place where? In your heart. That's why the Bible says, be careful what you expose your heart to. Because out of your heart, what happened? Issues of life. Issues of life. Where do they flow from? From your heart. Issues of life. Business issues. Marital issues. Career issues. Whatever issues. Where do they flow from? From your heart. So you be watchful what you expose your heart to. That's why the best thing you can do is pray in the Holy Ghost and fill your heart with the word. So that your heart stays in the place of constant what? Fellowship with God. Communion with God. So when direction, when you need direction, it comes. Immediately. That is, and this brings me to the next point I want to bring. One of the things also, if you're spiritually healthy, then you'll be able to be sensitive to the movement of God. Sensitivity, the movement of the Holy Spirit. Or to the voice of God. How often do you hear God? And many of us desire the spectacular, but oftentimes God doesn't speak to us in the spectacular way. He doesn't. He doesn't. The Bible says the kingdom of God is what? It's righteousness, it's peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Two things that will help guide a believer in their daily routines of life. Peace and joy. Any environment you find yourself in, or any activity you find yourself in, where your peace and joy begins to dissipate, you're in the wrong place. I say you in the room. Before you even think about a big voice, because that's what God has given you, peace and joy. That means the kingdom is absent there. Because here the kingdom of God is, there is what? There's peace, there's joy, and what? Righteousness. I hope I'm talking to somebody here. But most of you, that level of sensitivity you have lost, you don't have it. Hallelujah. I say, hallelujah. Give to us that spirit. That's exactly what Paul felt when a door was opened to him. That's exactly. God did not speak to Paul. Just Paul came to realize something. Give it to us. Corinthians. He said, a door was opened to me by the Lord. But when I didn't find Titus, When I came to Trous to preach Christ's gospel, what happened? Let's read together. A door was opened to me by the. Can you read that? Say, a door was opened. By who? Next verse, what does it say? I had no peace. Who opened the door? 
But he had no. And what did he do? He moved on. He didn't have peace. He moved. Though the door was opened by the Lord. That means that door was not for himself. That door was not for you. That's why sometimes doors open. We end in there. We are saying after one month, it is all tears. Because that door wasn't yours. for someone else. But you were too excited that you could not feel the absence of peace. You know, excitement is a big problem. Emotionalism drowns the voice of God. What impairs judgment in any situation is excitement. That's why before you even make choices or decide on anything, let your excitement go down. Then you can find the right direction for it. Making emotional decisions is what has caused many people a lot of trouble. That's why through my experience, I found difficulty. The moment a brother and a sister are in love, you can never advise them. Never. You will waste your time. Pastor, just sleep. The best you can do is pray for them. I've known that for experience. There's one of them, I became the black sheep. They came on me like a girl. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I learned my lesson. Zoo. I said, what's the Lord? I said, I bless you. Praise the Lord. I say, praise the Lord. I'm telling you. Experience has taught me. Ah. The last one I went through. Mm-mm. I made up my mind, I'll never. I said, I'll just pray for my father. I said, Lord, move among them. I'm telling you. Say, neighbor, your emotion is a poor guide. It will send you in the pit. Another, another poor guide. I tell you another poor guide. is your brain. Your brain. This medulla oblongata here is a big problem. Eh? This is also another poor one. Another poor guide. Then the last one is what? Mr. Self-will. Somebody self-will. Is that what? Another poor guide. Those are the three things you need to surrender to the Lord if you want to know direction from God. Give God your mind, give God your emotion, give God your will. You will discern what God wants for your life. If you can't surrender those three things to God, it will be very difficult for you to find God's direction in any affair. I hope I'm helping somebody in this house. Say, Holy Spirit, please help me. So we're no longer moved by excitement. So we're talking about somebody's spiritual activity in your heart. I don't know where I am right now, but wherever it is, we're checking our spiritual health. Hmm? What number are we on? Number three? Oh. But is this helping you? Do you know what I'm interested in? I am very much interested in you growing your personal relationship with God. Because the moment you have it, the pastor's work becomes very simple. When you have that, then you become very a valuable asset in the hands of God. Wherever you work. That's how you start becoming an influencer or a change agent at your workplace. Whether you're a bank teller, whether you're a housemate, it doesn't matter. There is something that you carry around you when you have that fellowship with God. Hello? Are you hearing me? That even when you are handing money to a client through that glass there, the look on your face alone can deliver somebody. But also, if you are, let me stop there. Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Relationship with God. 
You have heard me say this over and over again. If you're a man of God, you're a pastor, and your counseling line is very long, retire. You're doing nothing. You're doing nothing. Because that's a sign that whatever you're preaching is not working. It is a sign that whatever you're preaching is not working. If what I'm preaching is working and you apply, there will be no counseling. And I can tell you, if you can apply what I tell you today, we shall be very free people. But most believers don't want to apply what they hear. Say, that pastor talks very well. (laughs) Amen. I say amen. Because everything you need is in the message I'm giving you. Say, Holy Spirit, help me to practice what I'm hearing. Spend time with Daddy. Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah. Yesterday, Makumbi got married. Mark, Pastor Mark, Brother Mark, the one who plays the keyboard here, got married somewhere in some island where you travel for two days before you get there. Say never, don't take me there. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And Mark was there. He began sending messages in the wrong places. He's sending, oh my queen. In the minister's forum, well, the queen is not there. You see, that's what happens when people are in love. They just speak every... Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Look at that and say, oh my queen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Another sign of a healthy heart, a healthy relationship with God, is when your heart overflows with what? Gratitude. A heart that always full of thanksgiving. When everything around you is always complaining, murmuring, when you're going on Facebook, you're looking for those who are always criticizing people. Ah. Hey? When they start conversation, when something negative, you are the one to contribute on negative stock. You say, yeah, there. You look around you. The people you talk, can you ask yourself, when you are talking about people, things, what do you talk about? The negative or the positive? That will tell you the condition of your heart. Anybody who is spiritually healthy doesn't like environment that criticizes people. Doesn't. You can't. He loves seeing good things, talking about good things. Let me tell you, look at your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Now. Do you know that, that one you're looking at? As perfect as they look, if you look critically, you're going to find something very terrible with them. Right now, either the shoe is a wrong shoe, or the nails are not long enough. You are going to find something wrong with them. Say, neighbor, you look good by faith. <laughs> Amen. And an environment that loves God doesn't enjoy negativities. Doesn't enjoy. But if you are that kind of person, you always, you, you, people, in fact, you are the, every news people have, they start with you. You are the center of Kavuyo. Are you hearing me? It's you who broadcast every what? What is the word? Every gossip passes through you. He said, ah, let's go to brothers and let's tell him. You are known for absorbing gossip. Are you hearing me? Then you put a spin around it. They know you know how to you put your thing there. You add curry powder, salt in it, and make it look very nice. Then the guys go with it. 
When you're, if you're such a person, you're in a bad place. People must be afraid to gossip around you. Look at them and say, neighbor, from today onward, don't bring to me that Lugambo. You stay with it. I want to guard my heart. One of the reasons I love my space is because I don't want to be biased. So I keep away from nonsense so that my ministry is not impacted by noise from people. I have the liberty to speak. And I hear something about Bishop. This guy has just taken away five, gen- what, five, five transformers from Umeme. He took it in his, in his house. He said, say I saw it. So, then I come here and my preaching. You thieves! You thieves! One man has become a summon for the pastor. Look and I say, neighbor, be careful what you listen to. <laughs> and we have that has happened. That has happened. A pastor has a promise one person, all of us we are in trouble. You are liars. You say, what did we do today? Of gratitude. Learn to celebrate. You get my point? You know the saying, you either see the half filled or half what? Half empty. That's how you know people whose hearts are full of joy and gratitude. They're always believing the best out of people. They want the best out of people. They see the negative, but they prefer to lift up the other side. One time the Lord told me, I'll never forget. He said, Work with people's strength. I'll work on their weaknesses. I'll never forget that statement. Work with their strength. I will work on their weaknesses. So I don't focus on the weaknesses. I focus on your strength. As I pull you up, the Lord will work on your weakness. Hallelujah. So you learn to celebrate. That is a healthy heart. Number what now? Whatever number it is. This is the last one. This is the last one. I know there are many. Hey. Any relationship, if your heart is healthy, your walk with God is healthy, we will not need to preach. Deuteronomy, Malachi, and Matthew chapter 6 for you to give. Did you hear what I just said? We don't have to preach those scriptures. When you are healthy spiritually, giving is a lifestyle. The natural thing you do when you are healthy spiritually, you give. They don't have to preach sermons to provoke you to give. Giving is just is because that is the heart of God. Have you been to Malago Hospital? When people are sick, how do they breathe? Breathing is difficult. When breathing is difficult, there's sickness somewhere. You didn't get me. I said, when is... <laughs> That's when you have preached 10 summons to give. We have to pull air out of you. It's difficult. You are sick. Say never, you are sick. <laughs> but when you breathe normally, that tells you. Breathing is giving. Giving. We have, they told us to always do this test. Breathing. Breathing. Don't breathe out. Everyone breathing. Breathing. Don't breathe out. Are you sure you're doing it? 
until I say so. Don't breathe out until I say so. Do you see how you are lying? Say, Holy Spirit, help me. Amen. It is just natural that if you are alive, properly alive, you must breathe out. Giving comes naturally to people who are healthy spiritually. Naturally. If you are in a relationship with your husband and wife, and there is no giving, there is disease there. Somebody say there is disease there. Because the natural thing that happens in a relationship between two people is that they compete to do what? To give to each other. They out-compete to give each other. But some of you, you are executive collectors. You are bailiffs. So never you are a bailiff. You are always collecting, collecting. You know what I say? Eh? Hallelujah. Ask never say neighbor. When was the last time you blessed somebody? Ask them. When was the last you just walk and bless them? When was the last time you did that? Some of it was in January. The first. After now you have never again imagined blessing. Please, I want to encourage you. Look at your neighbor. Say that neighbor. For instance, the one he has no t shirt. Buy for them a t shirt. Buy for your neighbor a t shirt. I say buy for your neighbor a t shirt. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Hmm? The Bible says it is more blessed to do what? To give than to receive. It's just natural. For God so loved the world. They did what? That he gave. There's something about lovers of God. Giving is just natural to them. Praise the Lord. Amen. Did you see the posters for Marua? We already put it up. It is there. Hallelujah. Amen. She has secured her property. Amen. Say, neighbor, when are you doing yours? Hallelujah. Thank God. Somebody say, giving. Hey. Right now, as you go home, you can buy somebody an ice cream. You say, neighbor, you sang so well. Let me go and give you ice cream. Sometimes these boys here, they jump, they shout, they sweat. Are you hearing me? And you feel sorry for them. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Hmm? Like Benji almost knocked. Say, Last time he took over, I thought he was going to knock this guy. Then he stopped immediately. I said, hi. So we need rails around here. Anything can happen. <laughs> Excitement. If you are blessed. Was it last week? Somebody sent some money from where? I think it was from the Emirates. Did you send it to him? No, I always no. He said, no, has blessed me so much. Give him that money. Did you receive the money? Hey, if you are watching, we gave him his money. <laughs> we gave him his money. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's what you do. Somebody say, hey, that guy just blesses me so much. If I was a Muyaye pastor, I said, bah. Mm-hmm. it is my anointing. Ah. Hallelujah. And it's not the first time. That time I think they sent to Mark. They sent to, to Mark and even to him again. Amen. Hallelujah. That's a giving heart. Giving heart. Even me. You can remember me. Say it never. <laughs> Hallelujah. Say never be a giver. It is healthy to give. The scripture says more. Please don't take this thing for granted. This is what is a proof that you are spiritually sound. What I'm telling you. The last one for now is loving people. Loving people. You cannot say you are spiritually 
healthy when you don't love people. I think give me first John chapter four. Is it verse number twenty? First John four twenty. If someone says I love God and does what? And hates his brother. He's what? Say neighbor. Olimba. Say neighbor Olimba. Tell them you're a liar. You don't like me. Say neighbor, you don't love me. That's what the Bible says. You, don't, you cannot claim you love God. And the person is sitting next to you. You don't love them. Now, I know some of you want to go into Greek and Hebrew to see what it means. You see, when people don't want to obey God, they look for Greek interpretation of the word. Say, never, this is the way it is. If you don't love, what do you do? You hate. For he who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, how can he love God, whom he has not seen? That's a big lie. There is no other way you can interpret this scripture. It is plain. The proof that you love God is seen in how you love your fellow brothers and sisters. And anybody who is spiritually healthy, the love of God oozes through you. God uses you as an instrument to show his love. You become God's what? Conduit. So let me show my love to this person. So you become that. How many want God to use you to love people? Start now. Let's bring the children here. Let's bring the children. Hallelujah. If you're here, you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You want Jesus. The Bible says it. Any branch in me that doesn't bear fruit, I take away. If you are not in me, you're not part of me. This kingdom, you don't join. You are born into. Anybody here, you want to give your life to Jesus? Yeah, just bring the kids. Just bring the kids. Come. Come with your kids. Bring all the children here. The Lord bless you. Thank you. Make his face shine upon <laughs> Hallelujah. Sing, 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 come on.
that we rise up all of us up there can we stand up on our feet i want you to stretch your hand towards these little ones here thank you jesus and just begin to pray in the spirit over them just begin to pray in the spirit over them church i want to hear you these are your children is a marking a new generation the blessing of the lord is coming into your home into your family through these little ones free from contamination free from the corruption of this world as Jesus took them in his arms and blessed them. So this is what is happening to each one of them. The blessing of Jesus. Like he rebuked the disciples who were resisting them this afternoon. May the Lord rebuke everyone that has been fighting your children. Whatever has been preventing your children from being the best they are. May the voice of God rebuke them today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I bring these little ones before you. Kids, can you lift up your hands? Can you raise your hand and say, Lord Jesus, we love you. We love you. We love you. We thank you for blessing us. We receive your blessing. We receive your blessing. We receive your blessing. We shall be obedient. To our parents, to our guardians, to our teachers. Lord, we thank you for giving us wisdom, knowledge, understanding. We thank you for your favor. Children, shout favor. Shout it out, favor. Shout it again. Shout it again. Shout it again. One more time. That is what is going to address you all the days of your life. The favor of God. The favor of God. The favor of God. Father, this generation, they are free. They are marked out. They are pursued by the Holy Spirit. All the days of their life. Secondary school. Nursery school. Primary school. Universities. Wherever they will go. The voice of the Holy Spirit will be strong on them. They will never go astray. Lord, we mark them today. In the name of Jesus, we dedicate them to your service. Even when they are engineers or doctors or teachers, whatever they get themselves involved in, they will propagate your kingdom. Father, we thank you. These children to enjoy unusual health. Unusual health. It is written that the children are a blessing. These kids are a blessing. They are a blessing. They are a blessing. And because of them, the lives of their parents are going to another level. Because they are a blessing. Father, as I anoint them, may your spirit come upon them. May your spirit come upon them. From now onwards, my father, 
from now on was my father that the favor they shouted will dress the entire family in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus amen may his favor may his favor be upon you jesus name if i anoint you can go if i would rain and let's say i would rain in Jesus name may upon you a thousand generations and your family and your family and your children Jesus name may his face be upon you and around you and attack Jesus name thank you Holy Spirit the Spirit of the Lord come upon you the Spirit of the Lord come upon you alive. May the Spirit of the Lord come upon you. May the Spirit of the Lord rest upon your life. May the Spirit of the Lord pursue you all the days of your life. The Spirit of God pursue you all the days of your life. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. May the Spirit of the Lord come upon you. The Spirit of the Lord rest upon you. Lord, supernatural experiences. Supernatural experiences, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. In the name of Jesus, you are dedicated to God's purpose. Thank you, Lord. The Spirit of the Lord rests upon you all the days of your life. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus, your children, His faith rest upon. Yes, Lord. They are marked out. May your spirit rest upon them. Rest upon them, Father. Rest upon them, Lord. Rest upon him, my Father. Rest. Rest, Father. May your spirit rest upon him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus. 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 Yes, Lord. Marked out for your glory. Marked out for your glory. Marked out for your glory. Yes, Lord. Marked out for your glory. Marked out. Marked out for your glory. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Marked out. Marked out, Lord. For your glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Marked out for your glory. Thank you, Lord. Marked out, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, Israel. Yes, Lord. Oh, marked out, Lord. Marked out, Father. Marked out, Jesus. Marked out, Jesus. Marked out, Jesus. Marked out, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Marked out. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Marked out, Lord. Marked out, Lord. Marked out, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, 
Let's rise up on our feet. Your children are blessed. I say your children are blessed. I say your children are blessed. You don't believe me. When your children are blessed, you are blessed. I say children are blessed, you are blessed. Somebody shout favor. Shout favor. Shout favor. That is your portion. You are here. Again, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Or you backslid. You want to renew your life. Come and pray with you. Or number three, you don't have a home church. You won't have a home church? Come, I pray with you. When I look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, as those people come, say, neighbor, this week, something new has broken loose in your life. Testimonies have loaded on your account. Say, testimonies. You're welcome. You're welcome. Say, testimonies have loaded on your account. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, testimony. Tell you about testimonies. Say testimonies. Hallelujah. I'm waiting. Ask your neighbor, do you have a home church? Oh. Hallelujah. Amen. You are most welcome. You are most welcome. We love you. They don't love you, but I love you. Uh, amen. Give me two minutes. See that young lady there. Give us. She'll give you three minutes only. Three minutes. Lift up your hands. I bless you. The angel of the Lord go before you. I say the angel of the Lord will go before you. And no man will be able to stand before you. Because of God's favor upon your life. Turn to somebody and let me say you are blessed. Highly favored. And God is with you. At least another two people tell them that. They are blessed. Amen. May his favor tell him. Lord 